Um, hi, welcome to the Castcast. I'm Ella. I'm Ilsa. And I'm Jess. Who are you? Castia. I'm an angel of the Lord. Perfect. Yeah, great job. And uh, uh, in case you're new, we're covering every episode of Supernatural that Cass is in. And none of the other none ones. None of the other ones. So Why would we do that? That would be disgusting. Just explain to them how unnecessary that is. It's so... You literally like, never you need to watch those episodes. point of the show. You get everything. You don't need to see them. It's a bit weird that they they put the main character, like, not in yeah, every that episode, is a little... which is a bit strange. Bit of a inventive storytelling technique. I like to think of it as avant-garde, you know? Like, it's, it's a little bit of a new spin. They leave you wanting more. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, mm. it's advanced. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, before we get into this week's episode, we do have one mailbag. Um, okay, from Anonymous on Tumblr. They've said, sorry, this isn't cast related, but I saw MCR in Melbourne too. I flew over with a friend because no one was no one does concerts in Perth, lol. <laughs> they really don't. Um, but it was deaf worth it. I wonder if Cass would like their music. <laughs> I would like to say that is in reference to last week's episode where um, I saw MCR in Melbourne. So that's what Not happened. Not just once, um, That's really commitment. Perth is quite far yeah. away. So that's really sweet. And also reveal yourself. I <laughs> Ella just said, I could have another I can't be- I can't believe. <laughs> or not in town, in Perth. But you know. I need to know. I Like, who are you? Like, are you on Tumblr? Like, I... There's not that many like crazy Are you on cast people Australian. Yeah, well, I just need I just we can be mutuals, okay? <laughs> just okay? message Ella. Just message Ella. She would like this. Yeah, please. Um. Um. So, Jess, what do you think about this? Because Ilsa, you're not really like you're not really um aware of MCR. I'm not eligible on the subject. Yeah, that catalog. Sorry. What do you? Like, absolutely I- not. He would not be a My Chemical Romance fan. <laughs> Give it. Okay. He doesn't Why? like that kind of music. Also, I was thinking about this today, and I'm like, I'm not being mean, but people who like My Chemical Romance are people that enjoyed My Chemical Romance when they were teenagers, okay? Like, there are no brand new adult fans of My Chemical Romance. They just don't exist. And All right. no, nobody else in Team Free Will is into My Chemical Romance. There's nobody to show him that band. So you don't think Sam would be into it? No. I feel like you Sam know why. Was... Now I am. Yeah, gonna I... because it's not good. The music sounds bad. Rough. So there you go. I've been. It's a rough day here at the Cast Class, friends. That's bit. That's that's a, a statement made. Being on Tumblr for this past year and not enjoying My Chemical Romance has been a hellish experience because it doesn't matter what you, you I have. I think that's a you problem. I think everyone else is having and fun I'm not, on the MCR Tumblr. I have to see it and I think, I think it was fucked that's up. That's the thing. I think. I know the names I of the band. I think that. No, Ella, I know the names of the band members because I have them blacklisted. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't want to be seeing their shit all the time. Like, I'm happy yeah, they're having Frank- fans. I don't care about Frank Iero or Ray Toro, okay? Or either of the Way Brothers. 
Oh my god, Ray was so fun at the concert. I don't want to see another picture of Gerard Way wearing some silly little outfit. I don't care. For, like, I, I'm glad they're all having fun. Like, that's fantastic. I don't personally, it's not, I don't care. So Also, you know. Cass cannot okay, okay, okay. pop girls. Like, he's into Beyonce. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of he's stuff that into... he's, like, seeking out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do agree that I don't think particularly Cass would like him, okay? <laughs> I'll give you that, okay? But just on your point that, like, oh, only people who like them as a teenager like them, I think that that is the case for a lot of music. Like, a lot of people just kind of decide what music... It's like a phenomenon. They just, like, like what they like yeah. from when they were a teenager. And they just real. keep listening to that. So I think... That's wild. I, 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 and it does make sense because they also, like, didn't release music for a long time. So it's like... They had the kind of back catalog and then now they've only got like one yeah. new song, essentially. So it does make sense that, but <laughs> are you serious that they're not good? Like that is, that must be the line in our music like thing. Cause like, I often agree with you. I on... enjoy some My Chemical Romance songs, but I was never like into them because I would listen to it and I would be like, I don't enjoy this. Maybe it's because you're from Jersey. Like, maybe it doesn't feel, like, special to you. It's very (laughs) crazy to find out that they played their first show within, like, a 10-minute drive of me. That was was pretty crazy. That's wasted on you. It should have happened to Ella. It should have. It is wasted on me. And, like, you know, it stinks. There's actually quite a lot of bands from New Jersey, which is awesome for me. Because I'm gonna I kill get to you say with a hammer. Your favorite band is from New Jersey. Fuck off. Sorry. Killing you with hammers. Well, I can Springsteen, MCR. Who else? Um. Okay. Also, like Jack Antonoff is from New Jersey. Lucy Day. Like the Lumineers. It's you like can... random people, but you like go, you find out that they're from New Jersey. Lucy Day. No, I wish. She's not. Why did I think Lucy Dacus is from? I feel like Jack Jack Antonoff. I feel like Jack Antonoff pretends that he's from New York. Yeah, until he decided that he was gonna like. I think what he's doing right now is so pathetic. He's just like trying to be Bruce, and it's like that's so sad. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like literally, like I saw him perform at um, a music festival. And I enjoy Bleacher's music. Like, I really like Bleacher's. But he, like, all the way down to, like, he was wearing, like, a Springsteen outfit. And now he's got a guy who plays sax. And I'm like, you need to get your shit figured out because this is embarrassing for you, actually. See, I saw Carly Rae Jepsen a couple weeks ago. And she also had a guy who played sax. But that ruled. And I think, like, that's the energy that I think he probably is trying to emulate but just can't. It's just like it's just I don't know. He did that song. You either have it or you don't. That Bruce is actually mm-hmm. on, and it's not good. And I was like, ugh, ugh. Unless it's difficult news, um, rough. Anyway, I just want to say to our non-from person, um, I yeah, think about what you said. No one comes here. Think about what you said. Just think about it. Who do you think comes here? Huh? Huh? Yeah, okay. Um, like, okay, so 
I'm fine. I'm not bitter. Don't. I, I, I agree with you, but you really you don't say that in front of Ilsa. It's local music acts or nothing. Don't, like, nothing. I'm sensitive about it, okay? <laughs> and the local music isn't necessarily bad. It's just I listen to a lot of alt bullshit, unfortunately. And they don't come here. Anyway. I'm Where would you have it. to go? What's, where's like the closest place that you would have to go to see a concert? It depends. What kind of concert? Just like somebody that you want to see, like a big, big star. Big star. Yes, they just don't go there. <laughs> no, don't be like a dick. Just like nowhere that's accessible in Africa anywhere. No. There's stadiums, but they don't go they, there. They do go, but like it would be like pop stars. Like One Direction came here like a week after um, Zayn left the band, um, which was very funny because <laughs> my friend had tickets. Um, and... Yeah, so, like, they've been here, I believe, Imagine Dragons is coming at some point, I think. I don't know. I'm not going to go see that. It's all sounding very sad. Let's, we can't, um, we can't ruminate on this. It's too upsetting. Well, like, if you wanted to go see... But, yeah, it's in, like, it's in Johannesburg. I, I'm, like, it's uh, maybe an hour's drive away or so. But, yeah, some big stars would only go to Cape Town, but it's unlikely you know, if they're coming all the way here, they might as well do two shows. Maybe the boy geniuses will come. Maybe the boy geniuses will come. It's unlikely. I just saw one of the boys here, so I, don't, I feel like they're not going to come here for their world tour. Was that Phoebe? Was here. But, and Lu- Lucy was here a few months ago, but I didn't, I didn't see her. Kills you, attacks you with a hammer. My girlfriend, Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Jess's girlfriend, Lucy. My GF. I think you you and Kai are going to have to battle it no, out. No, there's no battling it out. I'll win. Unless you guys can... She's got two hands. <laughs> I, I don't um, care. I'll, I'll, sorry, Kai. If we're fighting for Lucy Dacus' hands, <laughs> you're going to be six feet under. I'm not sharing. <laughs> I love this. I'm so proud of you. Stand your ground. Good good old job. Anon, Anon I need to know, did you come for the Thursday or the Friday? Um, and you should You should DM me. We can talk about it on um, Tumblr.com on my. That would be so cute if you guys were at the um, same show. I was at both, so I was at the same show. Oh, she did go <laughs> I to both. Like, like a yeah. lunatic, she was like, yeah, I'll do another one. That's amazing. I was really proud, actually. I think I was having a manic episode for like a week straight. And sorry for being a hater, but this is a public... Finally, I have the stage and get to talk about how annoyed I am with my chemical romance. I'm just glad everyone's so. having fun and that usually they tag stuff. I'm just, I'm just glad that like humans are able to still remain friends after having different opinions on things. Like it's, it's, I'm, it's I'm good that no we can move past after this podcast. <laughs> podcast done. <laughs> Don't. That's like a fear. That's like a fear I have. I'm like, one day I'm gonna try and like open the Discord, and they're gonna like both have blocked me, and they're gonna we'll both have blocked me out. on things because this whole time they don't like me. That literally, seems like uh, a lot of effort for someone that I don't like. I think I would just tell you. Yeah, I feel like... I think you're good. Sorry about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, um, let's get back into it. I'm going to have to edit so much of this. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, can I can I hit you guys with a recap? Do you guys want to know what happens in this episode? No. I'd love to hear it. Oh, no. You, we're not oh, up to no. that yet. Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. No, you can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pause. Pause. I'm paused. Um, this week, <laughs> this week we're covering um, season six, episode twelve, "Like a Virgin," um, which was 
first aired February 2nd, 2011. Um, and it was directed by Phil Sagricia and written by Adam Glass. Now, Jessica. <laughs> yeah. What, what is the cast count? I'll tell you what <laughs> the cast count was. What is the bloody cast count? It was a disgusting one minute and 50 seconds. Just a piddling little amount of cast. But enough time for Sam to get in a transgression, so. Interesting. Oh, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Um, So the last. I can't wait to hear what you're. I I can't stand this guy. (laughs) (laughs) This is why she's not an NCR fan. Last time. That's what happened. (laughs) It's the same. There's an overlap. Okay. Continue. Um, like the last time we saw Cass was the whole like killing Crowley, quote unquote killing Crowley. Um and then he's mentioned twice in the last episode. Um, like, you know, it's just one time when Sam is like kind of repeating what they said, being like, um, it'll either kill me or turn me to jello. Um and then the other time I thought was interesting, so I wanted to note it. So Sam is going to Balthazar, um, for like advice oh, yeah. and he says like angel advice and then Balthazar says well then go ask your boyfriend and then Sam says Cass can't help me I need to know if there's a spell or a weapon yada yada and I just thought that was interesting because I just ha- did not have that in my memory I think um, I lost it I was like yeah I don't care and I'm just like why does Balthazar think that <laughs> I think Balthazar does not think he's that a, so he's much he's a troublemaker you know he likes to yeah he's a he scam. likes to be annoying yeah mm-hmm. um Anyway, the previous episode was pretty good. I watched it along with uh, this one when I was prepping. Yeah. yeah just to have some background. Um, I-, I watched, like, the last five minutes, and then I was like, oh, my God, no. This is, like, we- there's no more Solar Sam. Like, I did not, we did not click that something. last episode was the last time we were going to get to talk about they Solar Sam. They sold up my boy. <laughs> I miss Ugh. him already. I mean, I know he was going, like, okay. He was going to try and kill Bobby, right? But it was only because uh-huh. they were threatening him with putting his soul back in when he didn't want it. I don't and think that's And everyone was like, if you get your soul back, you're going to be completely fucked. So, you know. It totally makes sense that he doesn't want he the He was thing. saying no, they should have listened to him. Thank you. Thank you. These are well-noted opinions. Um... Anyway, in this episode, we are facing the aftermath of that one where Death ended up helping them, uh, grabbing Sam's soul, bringing it back, and um, putting up a wall in his mind, uh, as they love to say, behind which are pretty much all of the memories of his time as soulless Sam. Um, So when he comes to, which is, hold on, let me not scramble this, the episode opens with a, a little cold open of two people up in a plane. Um, a dude who is flying. It's just like a two-seater, a small thing. Dude who's flying, um, they're in a storm, and he's trying to calm down uh, his date, who is, like, freaked the fuck out, as anyone in their right mind would be. Um, and he's like, man, mm-hmm. I didn't think we'd hit weather. And she's like, <gasps> what the fuck? You know? And it's just like, well, you're not a good date. So... You should think about that. But it doesn't matter. He can't think about it. Because he gets ripped from the plane. Um, and she crashes and disappears. And then we have a little supernatural title card. And then we find um, 
So I'm just checking my notes to make sure I'm not skipping anything. Then we find Dean uh, watching um, Cass come out of the panic room. Cass, in short order, told, tells him that Sam might never wake up. Um, and he says deliciously um, he's, that he warned him not to put that thing back inside Sam and that if he wanted to kill his brother, he should have done it outright. Really good. We have to get back to that scene later. Jot that down. Everybody's watching. Um. (laughs) Anyway, and so Dean heads back to Bobby, and while they're they're talking, um, they're just like vaguely, hopefully, going like, "Ah, Sam will wake up," you know. Um, and then he does, and he walks upstairs, and he's like, "Hey, what's up? How long was I out? I'm kind of hungry," and he does not remember in the previous episode. I killed Bobby, which was kind of, it was a whole thing. He forgot. He forgot. He forgot everything. This happens to the girlies. He I think everything. we should give him some leeway. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they head off on the case uh, to figure out what is grabbing these girls, because there are a couple other missing women. And um, at first, Bobby's going to go with them, but then Sam's like, yeah, I'm coming. And then Bobby, like, grabs his bag and he's like, you know, you two can take care of it. Because, again, Sam did attack him. Very, very real way that Sam attacked him. Bobby, like Puncher's pilot, washed his hands of this situation. <laughs> he did not want to deal. Yeah, because Dean Good goes time. like, oh, we don't have to tell him. And, and... Bobby very much is like, well, he's going to find just out. Like, Whatever. <laughs> he's going to find out. You better be the one to tell him or we should be the the ones to tell him. But yeah. The whole episode of the start, Dean's just like giving him the eyes. Don't like, you fucking dare. Don't, don't say, say anything. Don't. He's being really subtle about it too. Yeah. He's such a good liar. <laughs> yeah. Either way, they go off on this hunt and they realize that um, all of the girls that are be- getting disappeared are virgins because supernatural is a normal show um and mm-hmm. they also realize that they there's like gold missing is that a thing anyway they come down to it comes down to them saying yeah like, what likes golden virgins and um they're like well dragons i keep ending up on like world of warcraft sites and you know it's a it's a rough gig so there's an alarm. Hold on a second. I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm doing okay. Pi- typing crime, so. Okay, do do your crime now. What are you typing? Okay. Typing crimes. <laughs> typing crimes. All right. Locks. <laughs> Locks are up for typing crimes. You have to catch me first. I'm very slippery. <laughs> anyway. I'll just They managed slip out of your grasp. <laughs> they managed... <laughs> fucking typing bandit over here can can chill while i while i re- i've greased my all. entire body i'm slippery <laughs> what's she greasy with how's that like is that not co- like is that conducive to you typing well yeah, yeah it helps me type back <laughs> my fingers just okay. slip off the keys <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also makes for a slippery bandit you have to admit this um, exactly. You try to grab me. You can't hold me. Just out of there. There's no friction. Like a weasel. <laughs> like, <Lip and> Jesse. <laughs> yeah. like a weasel drenched in oil. Um, I'm like a salamander. <laughs> and I'm gone. 
Okay. All right. Good. Anyway, someone else who was like a salamander um, and was gone was this girl, Melissa, who they find at the hospital who got kidnapped at first, but then um, managed to escape or was left there. Um, and her purity ring, or her, was it a promise ring? Either way, a ring that indicates that no sex will be had before marriage. Um was stolen and she has she's all scraped up and bruised up and clawed and she's like what the fuck and um dean is like hey listen so weird question but should you have been wearing that ring and then in one of my favorite lines (laughs) my favorite lines of supernatural he goes (laughs) or sorry melissa goes matt barn didn't count really good fantastic (laughs) Just goes to show how much virginity is a social construct because you can just decide. Didn't count. Didn't count. That guy just doesn't count. <laughs> Super did not count. That is how those purity rings work. You literally like go there and you're like, I, you know, it's that whole. There's a whole episode on it later in the season where people are getting like, oh, like a born know, again, virginated or whatever. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I forgot um, about that. But yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, they call Bobby to figure out what they can do. And then after a little, uh, Bobby's like, I don't fucking know. And then Sam goes, hey, did we hunt a skinwalker lately? And then Jean's like, no, we definitely didn't. Uh, you must <laughs> you must be crazy. And then Bobby calls them back and is like, oh, you should go visit uh, this Dr. Visiak, um from SFU. And then Dean's like, cool, I will do that. Bye. And he leaves Sam there to do some more research so that he doesn't have to answer uncomfortable questions. And off he goes. And the doctor has a a sword and a stone in her basement and uh, some romantic history with Bobby, which we're a little unclear about, but it seems like he ended things because she's angry at him. She calls him stupid. So I relate to that. Um... Sometimes you're just punching above your weight and the other person doesn't realize it yet. And so you just preemptively sort of get get out of there, you know? And that's fine. I think that's a totally normal Bobby thing to do. Um, anyway. Bobby! Bobby! Anyway, Dean can't get the sword out of the stone because he's no noble Nobody light. ever does that to him and they should. <laughs> Bobby! <laughs> Pamela did, remember? Is that what you're quoting it from? You sound oh, like Pamela. Do uh, I don't know. Anyway. It's just, it's just the objectively right way to say Bobby. When 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 he comes to the house, she's like, Bobby. Yeah, but she didn't do the mmm bar. Do the mmm Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, Dean can't get the sword of the stone, out of the stone because he's no one's idea of a noble knight, except some people on AO3, I guess. Um... He sure, he tries, sure does give it a shot. They play it up like a fucking Looney Tunes moment. It's fun. It's funny. <laughs> I laughed. In my notes, I'm like, I'm like, the music, this is funny. Wait, they took it too far. I'm not funny <laughs> now. I- <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm easy. When something's like supposed to be funny, I usually laugh. Like, <laughs> that's so sweet. Bad sitcoms work really well then. on me. I'm like, that's yeah, nice. it's funny. <laughs> I'm very glad you're having fun. Either way. He says, fuck a rock, I can blow this up. And then he does. But he also kind of breaks the sword a little bit. And so it's kind of just like a dagger with a really big hilt. So, you know, 
Could have gone worse. That's all I'm saying. I'll tell you what, you are not healing from a cut from that blade. So I think you just made it more deadly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it looks more fucked up and cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Fine. And Dr. Vinciak's somewhat upset, I would say. But while this is all going down, oops, Cass has been prayed to by Sam. And we have a little moment where Cass tells Sam that he's very happy to see him alive. And we have a weird little moment regarding hugs, which we'll get back to. Um, And then Cass unknowingly reveals the secret that he... He didn't know was a secret, and so I will not have this bullshit of Dean at the end of the episode referring to him as a friggin' child. It's like, no, maybe if you want to keep a secret, you should tell everyone who's in the loop to shut the fuck up. Like, how could he know? Yeah, yeah. How, how could he know? He thought you were being, like, a good person and adult. Yeah. And also, like, all, like you know... The last time they all talked about this, like when Sam was still asleep, they assumed that he would remember. There's right. no way he could have known exactly. that. He didn't remember. Exactly, exactly. And so he pretty much gets the whole story out of Cass without alerting Cass to the fact that he is, in fact, being a little informant for, for Sam. Sam's just eaten up by guilt uh, for, whole, for the whole episode. But they managed to find the dragons in the sewers, and um, they... Get the girls out of there, which is fantastic. And uh, they do some stabbing with that blade. But one of the dragons manages to get away. But they did save the girls. So, hey, good for them. Yay. They also steal a bunch of gold. And then they head back to Bobby's, uh, in which they have a little bit of a a, a, a brother moment. Um, Dean and Sam. And Dean's like, I didn't want to tell you because you were going to feel bad. Um, and also it's dangerous because if that wall breaks, you will be mentally scarred, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Sam's like, but I should still know because I still have culpabil- culpability for a bunch of this shit that went down. Then Dean calls him in. Sorry, sorry. Bobby calls him in to go look at a book that he found that is made out of human skin uh, with some missing pages. This was in the Dragon's Horde. It describes purgatory, basically, and how to open a door into it. Mm. But the key part of the spell is missing because the dragon meets up with a different dragon, presumably, and they have a bunch of girls, and they grab one, drag it to a ledge over a fiery pit, um, throw her in, and say a little spell, and then she comes back up, she floats back up, and she's like, the mother of all the Mother of all, I think, is the phrase that they go with? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, he's like the mother. The mother of all, yeah. He's like the mother of all. Yeah. And, just um, like Megan Trainer. Just like... Sure. <laughs> I'm your mother. <laughs> that song is so fucking catchy. Every time I hear it, I'm like... Alright. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'm like, I okay, Megan. so irritating. Can I tell you something? I don't listen to enough radio to know that song, so I'm still... I'm still safe. Um... But it's yeah, on, uh, that's the episode. It's on the internet. It's I know it's on the in internet. internet. <laughs> it's in the internet. I don't have to go in there, though. I can opt they out. They opt out. They opted out. So, yeah. Mo- Mother of all has arrived. Sam has some guilt issues. And Cass was woefully under- underutilized. I mean, he could have gotten that sword out of stone, I'm telling you now. Honestly? Oh, 100%. He would have... It would have slid out of that stone just like I'm sliding out of your grasp. 
Like a little <laughs> salamander. Exactly. Would have slipped right out. I'm, actually, as I said that, like I was that. like, I'm not sure about that. Is like, is it like an honor based thing? Do you guys think like a, you have to be, you can't be deceiving your friends. For example, the sword will not slip out. I wouldn't worry about it. Like you're checking <laughs> banana bread. It wouldn't be like one of those situations, you know? I think that if you can blow it up with dynamite, I think Cass has the brute force. That's also dynamite, true. So. And he could definitely extrasensorily like perceive how to uh crack him hmm. right because Dean did not normal sense already perceive that. Yeah. What did you um go ahead. What? Go ahead. What? No, go ahead. I have popcorn in my mouth. You guys have to speak. Oh wait. Oh uh, okay. I thought you were trying to speak, but were you chewing? Maybe. <laughs> no way. Stop eating her <laughs> Popcorn is away from me. It was just too- They're hungry. Is it you're on the mic. <laughs> Am I getting paid? No? I'm gonna eat. <laughs> I've just got editor brain on like stop moving, stop eating. Make sure you crunch really loudly, okay? Crunch really loud in the cut. Like that? Yeah, louder though, please. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. No. I like it. And now maybe some like really, really wet mouth sound. <laughs> I can't do that. That feels really bad. All right. Tell me, okay. tell me pussy. how, you, well, you know what? I'm, I'll own it. I am a pussy. I'm a coward. <laughs> all right. Is that what you want to Jess, for me to acknowledge it? Cause I will. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's what I thought. Yeah. I'm pretty pleased. <laughs> I would like to know what you guys thought about this episode as a whole. Like, what is your take? Did you feel like it was disposable? Uh, I felt like it was really tonally inconsistent. Like all the parts with the 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 women like were so horrific and terrifying. Like, well, like very um, upsetting. Yeah. 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 Like not just the opening scene, but like when they're all in the cage and we see the dragon like putting another girl in there. Welding um, shut the cage. That was I was like, okay, good use of dragon powers. <laughs> Have you guys watched you? Or, like, do you know the plot of You? I've watched some of You. I've watched yeah. up till part of... I watched of... the first season of that. And I want to watch the new season of it. The one where What's he's in England. What's with Sarah Gamble and putting, like, girls in cages? Because that's, like, the whole plot of You. She has a kink. <laughs> Let up. Very me. upsetting. To be fair, this was Adam Gloss. It's Sarah Service. <laughs> this was Adam Gloss. Service. Let's stop it. Can you let me live, please? Only trying no. to live for life here with my family. No, I die. Okay, understood. Um, what I must tell you. Do you want to talk about the cast scenes? First? Yeah, let's talk oh. about the cast oh, wait, scenes. What? I loved. You said about you have to tell scenes. us something. Ah, I can't remember what I wanted to tell you. So, cast scenes, it is. <laughs> Hit me. Well, okay, so. Number one, when he's like, you should have never done this. And like, if you wanted to kill your brother, you should have just like shot him in the head or whatever he says was so good. I was like, he says you should have done it outright. Yay. 
I love when he's mean to Dean. So good. I also love before that he says, I'm not a human Dr. Dean. <laughs> That's also one of my favorite lines. I was going to put that in the heart locket. Um, <laughs> he's a veterinarian. <laughs> it's like you did read Spirit of the West and you were just lying before. <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say. Out of my head, I was like, the West? Oh, he is, yeah. Yeah, he's a vet. You've got to read it, Jess. You've got to read it. I know you don't like AUs, but I think this will be the one. I- Jess, I don't know if you would like it, but it doesn't well, matter. I'm in the middle this of a, the I'm in the middle of some stuff. I'll get to it. You're doing. You're going through some stuff with your your Kanege situation. I'm deep, it's I'm fine. Deep in something hey, else. listen. We've all been there. Not Kanege <laughs> specifically, but I believe in you. Sometimes when it's got the sauce, it's got the sauce. You know what I mean? Sometimes like, you want that mm-hmm. sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Continue to eat it up. Um. Uh. I love how angry he is at Dean in that scene. Um, and also how deeply uncomfortable that scene is. Like, like Dean is like, well, I get where you're coming from, but I did make some safety precautions. I I dealt with death, like for real death. And Cass is just like not having it. But there's also an element of um. What's the word? Like, uh, like selfishness to it, right? Because, like, if, in fact, something goes wrong here, it could come out that, um, Cass was the one to raise Sam from the dead in the first place who accidentally left his soul behind. So there are more than, like, there's more at play than just his, like, outrage at Dean putting his brother in danger just so yeah. he can have his brother back i also think it's interesting mm-hmm. yeah so it's like it's like yeah. that oh you see sorry i was just gonna say it's like that and then it's obviously like the war stuff is still mm. going on in the background yeah. and then yeah. it's like yeah just he's very i think he's worried for sam like genuinely like you can tell how he responds to him later like he's genuinely happy that sam yeah. is back so it's like yeah, he's very yeah, I think all but those yeah, things can be true at once, though. I do think that there yeah. is a part of him that he is, like, selfish about this situation. That's just my take. I don't know. Um, yeah, he's stressed. No, definitely. Right. Like, yeah. for him, at this point, Sam needs to be soulless or he needs to be dead. Putting his soul back in for Cass is not good. Huge but risk. I do think genuinely he also thinks like it's both like it's not good for Cass for his schemes, but it's also like I don't think he's like lying yeah, to protect exactly. to protect himself. It just so happened to work out that these two things these, are These things like, are together. both true, yeah. No, I agree. Because mm-hmm. it does feel like he's genuinely being like, he's not fucking good. And then when he's like I felt his soul and it felt like he had been skinned alive. I was like, mm, yikes. Mm. You were like, that doesn't seem cool at all. I don't like that. I was like, uh-oh. I think, like, that scene is always used in, like, the kind of um, gift sets of, like, Dean and Cass, like, looking at each other. Like, they get so close that it's, like... <laughs> I also had the... Very guys are always looking at each other. <laughs> to be honest, they're always looking. There's the thing. It's a good one. It's up there for me. It's maybe like in the top five of them looking at each other um, gifts that I like to see. It didn't like, it didn't like, like ping for me. I didn't recognize it, but maybe I wasn't watching that closely. I recognized it and I was like, 
weird vibe though that this is the one that you're going with (laughs) like yeah I forgot that it was like in such a dramatic scene like I kind of have had that image just in my memory and then I was like oh that's yeah I just remember I like how Cass looked at the uh, in those gifts and I was like the lighting was nice yeah and then um then it comes to the scene you're like oh it's serious it's some serious shit this time (laughs) yeah Um, the timeline of this episode is a bit confusing to me because I initially thought that it was kind of immediately after, um, they had captured Sam at the end of the last episode, like after his soul had gone in, but then Bobby later on says like something like, not 10 days ago, he tried to kill me. And so it's like, Sam's been asleep that whole time. Maybe a week or so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like over a week. Yeah, so that might have been concerning. Sleepyhead. Yeah, that's why he was so mm-hmm. hungry. They didn't even have him on a feeding tube or nothing. He was so nothing. hungry. Really un, uh, uncalled for. They should have gotten him some food or something. Feeding tube, Mama Crow, I don't know. You make a plan. He had an IV. Bobby could figure that out. Yeah, he could. A feeding tube. I don't know where they got an IV from. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the hospital surplus store. You don't have those. Like Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> They're like, we just found the, these tubes. Have you seen that interview where she's like, I love an IV. Like, every day she has, like, an IV of something. That's, like, people are doing that now to, like, recover from, like, hangovers and stuff. They get an IV and I'm like, absolutely not. Get the fuck away from me. Oh, my God. Just eat some food. Okay. Um, Can people grow up? I got so excited and nostalgic and when Sam, like, comes out and he's, like, being like Sam again and like it's it's like oh yeah this is literally the guy who just like threw himself in the cage like I kind of forgot that that was gonna be the case yeah uh I don't know and then like when they're in the car he's like so get this and then he starts talking about the case and it's like oh it was a very him classic Sam I felt like they did a great job of like having Sam come back and just be like exactly who Sam is you know what I mean like it's such Mm -hmm. a difference from Sola Sam and you can really like feel Dean's relief and like Sam just being like it was a real Sammy Sunday you know what I mean yeah like, yeah, yeah it was nice I thought they did that really well and I was like oh it is nice to have Sam back I'll solo Sam I'll miss you man yeah <laughs> I love him so much I do miss yeah. him but he was in fine Sammy form I will say though that that was definitely mm-hmm. for sure he was salmon all over the place he was being so earnest he was being so yeah. nice he was salmon like, friends and family yeah did you guys see the the moment where he like is interviewing witnesses and he's like the witnesses like yeah I don't want to talk to the feds I'm tired, and he like just he pulls like, of his. Of course you are. I know. Right, and how like Dean was smiling at him like a proud parent at their prodigy, and I was like, you're yeah, so Dean's annoying. literally like good for you though. I'm glad you have your brother back. <laughs> yeah. <you> little shit. <laughs> their combo in the car is so interesting too. When Sam like, um assumes that Dean didn't go and try and, like, live a normal life as he had, like, told him to do, basically. Oh, right. I skipped. Um, and, you know, Dean's like, what, you know, what do you, what do you think, like, why do you think I have it? And he's like, look at you, you're, like, back at it. And then he, he obviously says that he, like, tried something for Yeah, it's you. really funny. And it's just, it's so juicy. He's like, yeah. Because Dean's in full, like, big brother mode. He's like, I'm not going to bring you down in any way. I'm just going to, like, keep my problems to myself. Don't you worry about it. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's just, like, so stoked that he's back. Pretty good. Um, mm. 
also just like Sam immediately being like, so you didn't even try to be straight? Really, Dean? <laughs> Is this a Sam transgression? Fuck Sam. <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> Cause you said this was a. I'm I, I'm like sick of this guy. He comes back, he immediately starts <laughs> sucking. I know I just said that I liked it, but fuck him. <laughs> He's like, you didn't even try heterosexuality. I, I, I didn't think I. <laughs> and that's the same transgression. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Also, it's insane to be like, like just like it's a very very not like um, really I think misunderstands grief as well. Like, mm-hmm. Sam was like, you were supposed to, like, you know, get married and have a kid and be extremely stable. And it's, like, realistically. Not gonna happen. If you lose, like, if if one of my siblings died, and not counting all of the other stuff, if one of my siblings died, I would not then be hitting the apps trying to find a life oh, partner. Yeah, That's insane. Sure. I would be yeah. fucked up for a long time about it. Yeah. Yeah. And Sam should know this. Like, he was pretty fucked up after Dean died. Like, yeah. He completely, you know, changed his whole, like, being. Like, you know, cut off ties from, like, Bobby and, like, it was a whole thing. Like, he knows. He should know. I I think as well he's he's trying to, like, match Dean's happy mood as well. So it's it's almost like he's trying to, like, joke about it. But it's, like, it's not really something to joke about. Like, you know. I do think. Dean can't really meet him there about him dying and, and and how it's been since he died it would be devastating i think sam has yeah. an idealized view of their lives if they could have it removed from hunting right because of yeah. everything yeah. that he tried to do with getting out of hunting and so he thinks well hey dean's always gonna have to carry the grief of me dying but he doesn't have to carry it alone or in this miserable fucking lifestyle that we live in so mm-hmm. I think that's why he goes with it. He's like, go, be straight, you know? Um, yeah. Do you think it has anything to do with as well, like, where they were with each other before Sam jumped in the pit? Like, do you think that maybe Sam's kind of thinking, Just like... Just put this behind you. Like, sick yeah. And, and he's like... Could be. Yeah, demon blood drama. It could be. Yeah. Could be that he felt that way. But I... I because they were yeah. quite, you know, butting heads a lot, like, before that happened. Yeah, it was a high, butting really tense like, situation. <laughs> minimizing it a bit, but yeah. <laughs> they were throwing they were fists, a yeah. <laughs> they weren't a little mad um, at each other. Yeah, they were a little upset. Yeah. Adjacent to this, I think Bobby is being really sweet to Sam. Like, he's really, like, he's really trying to, like, be nice. Um, yeah. Obviously, he still is, like, suspicious, and that's why Sam... Like, when he has the conversation with Cass, um, that's why he kind of gets to that point. But, God, yeah, like, it must be really hard for Bobby to not just, I don't know. I don't even know what you would say to someone if they, like, or generally Dean did that. Dean puts Bobby in an impossible situation. Uh, like, he does this I all really the time. for him because, like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, like, it, that was just, like, that honestly felt, like, very, uh. I don't know. That felt like real, like, family drama. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, somebody is doing something and you have to kind of, like, make a decision even though you know that it's wrong, but it's like, Bobby's not gonna blow this up for Dean because Dean is one, like, out in the road with Sam, but he doesn't want to lie either and he's trying to get Dean to, like, make the right decision and it's just like, I was like, this is, uh, this is, this is, this sucks for Bobby. <laughs> yeah. I felt yeah. really bad Good for Good writing, him. everybody. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Hey, Adam Glass, you nailed it. Good job. <laughs> Can we now 
Nice. Listen, um, the emotional ramifications of this all is very important, and I do think we will return the to Rammies. it. The Rammies. The Rammies, right? The E-Rammies, the emotional ramifications, the E-Rammies. Um, yeah, the E-Rammies. Mm-hmm. I do think we have to discuss with local dragon expert, or not so local for me, but local to the cost. Jess, how did you feel about the treatment of dragons in this in this tale? <laughs> it's... This is so disrespectful. Was it abysmal? It sucks so bad. Don't run around telling me that there's going to be a dragon and I don't even see one oversized lizard. Like There was no lizards. There were no lizards. I want to see scales. I want it to be the size of a building. I want wings. I want fire. I don't want some guy in a sewer. There is wings. Some guy with some light scale makeup. Could they not have like invented a new kind of creature something that's hot like yeah. you know the human torch or whatever <laughs> yeah they really the, the 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 fire hand i was not into i was like i want to see this guy like, fire breathe, breathe fire. Some fire make that actor stand at there least and go. <sighs> <sighs> i did i listen the monster acting on supernatural sometimes is really good and then other times is really bad so it's a real, you you walk the line on there. I need to look at some pictures. Uh, now I got myself all upset, so I'm going to look at some pictures of Vagar to make myself feel better. Yeah, Vagar's a really good <laughs> dragon. My girl. Um, there was something. <laughs> She's so big. There was She's something the uh, funny in the, uh, like, trivia section. Um, wait, where is it? But I don't understand while you they find that. They talk about that they, like, were gonna, um... Have have him have a line about why he just looks like a dude, and then they didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find. But I, what I don't understand is why do that? Like, other than just just conceptually, I get budget and I get time, right? Like, those are two things that everyone is short on all the time in any kind of production. I don't care what you're in. But mm, okay, I found it. Why the original? There was originally a line to explain why the dragons look the way they did instead of how they're depicted in mythology. Um, apparently a dragon was supposed to tell Dean that your army was defeated and your kingdom burned to the ground. Who are you going to tell your king did it? Me, a man, or a six-foot fire-breathing serpent snake from hell? So I guess it's supposed to be that there's a mythos around them that presents them as these like massive powerful creatures but they like are just some just dudes. like this but I wish that would have taken like a couple lines i wish that they had like they, included they that yeah because that would have taken one second to do right cool yeah and I still they've done that bullshit. before like subverted like right. common monster tropes and being like yeah you think it's this but it's actually this like that's fine it's fine but i hate i hate this more now do you understand? Like, they could add some, like you more. said, like some scales, maybe like give the man a tail. Like I don't give off. a shit. Give him a tail, at least. It Everything just, like, that flies, that they're like, oh, it's a dragon, and then they're like, this is the dragon, and it's like just some guy, some Polish guy. I was like, come on, yeah, um, <laughs> some Polish. Guy. This has been dragon disappointment with Jess. I almost said your last name. <laughs> this has been Dragon Disappointment. But I'm looking at pictures of Vagar and now I feel better. <laughs> I love her. I almost for real <laughs> so said weird. your last name on this podcast. That was scary. I'm glad we edit this thing. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. <laughs> um, 
All right. What else did I want to tell you guys? Or ask you guys? I've got I've got please, some things in me. Please in me notes. hit us with the things in in your notes. Your old notes. Um, we were just praising Adam Glass for like his good Bobby writing, but something that I noticed and then I couldn't like unsee is they they mention the drinking a lot, like that you see, like Dean and Bobby have a specific conversation about drinking, and then um, later he like offers Sam a beer, and then later he's like, "Do you want another one?" And it's weird because usually I feel like when they drink, it's just kind of happening in the yeah. scene. But yeah. they just kind of mentioned it a few times, which seemed a bit strange. For Bobby's drinking in particular, it's a lot of tell and not show. Like, Bobby's drinking yeah. doesn't actually, like, um, like impact them ever. Like, he's literally always available. Mm. He's never, like, too drunk to help them. That's a good which point. Which is, like... Unlikely. You know, if if yeah. they had gone a different direction with the show and like grounded it more, it would have been nice to do like a maybe like a deal with the alcoholism. You know yeah. what I mean? But as it is, he's just like a functional alcoholic. So, and he also like quotes his dad. What's the episode? Uh, is it when he's dying? The episode where Bobby is dying, um, and you see how terrible his dad was, and that he killed his dad, right? I believe like that. it's is that. that. The same I, th- I think it's season seven, right? I. Cass isn't in that episode, yeah. so I have never seen it. It's a good episode. Isn't do it? you do you like seeing twelve year olds pull a shotgun no, on, on their dad? Or if he is in it, that might have been. I might have just been watching scenes that he was in. So. Um. Well, anyway, he like the way that he mentions his dad here. It's a bit like. Uh, in retrospect, it's like it did. It did feel strange to me, right? I was like, "You don't even know him. What, what is going on here?" He doesn't even like that. Yeah, guy. like I, I get the impression that, like, yeah, to me, Bobby would like never bring up his dad. Well, um, it didn't feel right. So that just kind of I noticed that, but that's you know very small potatoes. But I just thought it was a bit weird because yeah, drinking is usually such like a staple that they're doing, but they never really talk about it. Um, unless they're like, oh, Dean, you're, you know, I don't know. It's like Sam being like a teetotaler about Dean. You're in a bad way. Yeah. Do I, can I just say that I find it so funny that Sam is always dragging on Dean for drinking, but he's drinking with Dean, like, a good yeah. 70% of the time. He's like, also yeah, having Yeah, but he eats glass. salads. So he's healthy, so it's different? Right, okay, cool. Just checking. I mean, I don't know. I want to keep an eye on Sam's drinking because I I wonder how it goes with his kind of eating as the show goes on. I I wonder. I'm going to keep an eye on it because, yeah, he he didn't really have a problem with it this episode. He was also having, like, a morning beer with his food. Um, I Do you want to get into all the virgin stuff? No. (sighs) <laughs> it just yeah. it's been said it's not none of nothing <laughs> that we're gonna we're gonna say is gonna add anything like what am i gonna tell you virginity is a yeah. construct and it's totally fine to have a pink room at 22 and some teddy bears let, like live your life don't, <laughs> don't yeah yeah my only notes is just all these virgin combos boo also realistically that girl is i think if you see an adult with a room like that Actually, they're deeply into kink. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. I thought, I thought the adults that I know that have like a lot of stuffed toys, it's like 
that's a different that maybe they just didn't they just don't know they just don't know about the e-girls they don't know about squish mellow things they don't know like that's a whole genre of person and they're just ignoring them but that's fine adam glass obviously maybe the times were different yeah yeah um yeah it's it's all very weird it's all very weird um i just think like the boys combos are just like no one talks like that that kind of thing what do you mean (laughs) sorry i'm asking but like like uh i don't have the transcript pulled up but i just felt like it was very i i don't even think the boys would talk to each other like that like dean's very much like like it's you know it pays to be easy or something and and then sam oh i thought that was funny sorry (laughs) that's fine i'm glad you had fun I also feel like there are a couple of times in this episode where I felt like Dean was being like, especially like, like pushing Sam's buttons on purpose because like, finally Sam is Sam again. Mm. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a more complimentary way to read it. That's what I felt like during that scene. Cause he's like, I stole her diary and Sam is like, you stole her diary. And he's like, I love that you even asked me that. So it's like, yeah. I yeah. felt like Dean was like being a little over the top just to get Sam to like be Sam. Okay. Because he's missing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That does make it work better. I retract my statements. Just my read. No, I think you're right. (laughs) The dean says, I think it just goes to show that being easy is pretty much all upside. And I was like, you know what? Good for him. (laughs) I don't think that's a bad line. It didn't feel weird to me. Yeah. I don't know. No, I think it's just like, it's just like, it's just, that, that line's normal, but just the whole concept of like, them figuring out that they're virgins. Yeah, it's... It's just... Yeah. I know they had to do it, I guess, to have this whole dragon thing, but it's very, like... I don't know. Like, as per usual, they're so weird about sex. They're either, like, making really weird jokes about it or, like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. It's just never... It's just never smooth sailing with sex in this show. No, it's not. No one's being normal about it. Um... Should we talk about the second cast scene? I think we should. Yeah. Fuck Sam. Um, can I read real. you my notes? Can I read you my notes? Yeah. Killing myself and Sam. And then he lies to make him talk. Stupid bitch ass bitch. What a mess. I feel bad for him, but poor Cass. So rude. After he was just so mean about tricking Cass in the last episode. <sighs> and then in this one, and he tricks him again and he doesn't know. And Cass is so sweet. Like, he's so He's so happy to see like, him. Ugh. It's just not right. We rarely it's see just him, not like, right. smiling. And he's so happy. He's so pleased to see Sam. He loves it. Sam is like, we could never hug because that would be awkward. And I was like, well, first of all, go like, fuck yourself. Get over here. I'm going to beat you to death with yeah. your Stanford diploma, bitch. You're like stupid That ass. was so rude. I just, I truly felt like it was crazy. <sighs> I, I was trying to think about it. I was like, what is the reason? How, why would it be awkward? Like, what is Sam's reasoning? And then I was, well, I was thinking, has a lot of their relationship kind of, has their relationship changed while Sam has had no soul from like Cass's side? It's almost like Cass has like more of a developed friendship than Sam does with him. Because I was trying to think like what was happening in season five. Well, Cass was being And they really were kind of like, yeah, like they. But I think Cass he was, was helping like him. So relieved to like, that he got his soul back and it worked and he's alive and okay. Mm. That he's like, this yeah. is so nice. Like, 
even if it was somebody that you didn't vibe with necessarily, but it's your friend's friend, mm. um, and they were supposed to be like terminally ill, and then they're not, wouldn't you be like, "Wow, I'm yeah. so glad." Yeah. Yeah. And then for Sam to for Sam to just like be so rude about not hugging he, him. He doesn't even say anything. He just sits I, back down when Kaz goes to hug him, which no, how he, embarrassing. He specifically says No, no, no. Like, he says like that's I have what, the transcript. He says, Look, I would hug you, but and then Cass says that would be Right, awkward. right. And then Cass fills it in. He makes Cass fill it in. How dare you? How dare you? Misusing my friend like that. Oh, I hate the transcript. Castiel walks over to Sam, arms out in an attempt to hug Sam. But Sam sits <laughs> down instead. Like, what? <laughs> Rude. Sam is so mean to him. It's not oh. okay. And then, and then Cass, like, is obviously so quick to be like, I'm so relieved. I'm surprised. This is, you know, I'm so happy. And obviously yeah. Sam, like, it, he realizes that. And this is the part of, like, we, we talked about with Solar Sam, like, how manipulative he is and, and how that is kind of a part of Sam's personality, like, obviously. Um, and that's what's happening here. It's, like, it's, it's like almost like Cass is, like, not wary that he could ever, that this Sam could ever do him wrong because he's so, like, oh, open yeah. and, like, willing to talk to him about this. He has not even clocked that. Because you can see in Sam's face that he's, like, processing this while he's trying to like be cool and have this conversation like he has like tears in his eyes by the it was the pretty scene, funny because he's like what the fuck is happening i felt really bad <laughs> yeah. for him but it was sam scams him sam scams him the old sammy scam well it, it just goes <laughs> to show you can scam a scammer so it's really sad well you yeah. can scam Cass pretty easily <laughs> pretty easy. i hate to say it Poor thing. Yeah, I get so mad at Sam, but then it's like by the by the next time you see Sam, it's like you feel bad because he's so upset at himself. No, yeah, his whole I'm like, life. Good, was... you deserve it. I'm like you should feel worse. Actually, <laughs> he doesn't feel bad for the right reasons. Like he doesn't feel bad for taking advantage of Cass. He's like, oh, Dean, I'm so sorry. And it's like, Dean. Apologize to Castiel. Yeah, like get it together. <laughs> maybe it's just low on his list. Like maybe he's. I can tell that he is worse. Uh, oh, That's we can tell. actually worse if you say it that way. Well, because he's probably thinking, well, like, you know, Bobby particularly, like that's okay. Kinda... That's high because he did Sam try to deserve kill him. to die Discretion. in season eight when they're trying to close hell. <laughs> oh my god! To atone for his sins, yeah. <laughs> Just, I can't get into that. I, I, season eight. We, we'll have season to say. Eight. We need to cast the L one more time. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I just want to say that there is a lot happening yep. here that I would like to never happen again. For example, not hugging Cass when he comes in for a hug. Unacceptable. Mm-hmm. This is not okay. Uh, Mm-hmm. Were you weirded out because the previous episode Balthazar said your boyfriend? You couldn't remember that. What's going on with you? So and he's and he's homophobic. I can't follow you there, Jess. Sam's homophobia <laughs> wins again, <laughs> and he's supposed to be the sensitive one. Sure. Um, <laughs> something I was thinking about. 
Has, this is a good exchange. Has Cass been hugged before? Oh my god, has he been hugged? Has Cass been hugged before? Yeah. Hasn't Dean hugged him, like, at I least once? I don't think so. <gasps> Dean puts his arm around him when the, no, after they go to the brothel. No, their first... No, oh, that's not a hug. Yeah, but his first hug is in purgatory. Oh my god. Can somebody hug him, please? Wait, I'm getting... I'm, I hate this fucking I'm, show. I'm nauseous. This sucks. Okay, I'm in the super wiki. I'm in the super Ugh. wiki. I'm looking for Cass. I'm sick to my stomach. Oh my god, they've got something here. You're not hugging Cass? <laughs> my friend Cass, you're not hugging him? Listen to this. The Winchesters are not really a huggy bunch, or so you might have thought back in season one, but careful analysis of the hug statistics reveals an increasingly <laughs> increasing propensity for hugging not only other people but also each other, culminating in the veritable hug orgy <laughs> of season eight. Well, they were Castiel. Castiel is perpetually overdue a hug or two. They've they've even noted that. I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. So hug uh, Cass has been hugged before, but it's by the Cupid. It doesn't count. In in um My Bloody Valentine. That's his first in this list. Maybe that's why he says it, it would be awkward. This is like like she was saying about Matt Barn. It didn't count. That when <laughs> That didn't count. <laughs> okay, so his his first one, um, like his next one on the list, is that one that when he hugs Sam and Dean at the same time in Reading is Fundamental. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, we don't get another one until Purgatory. <sighs> Rough stuff. Shit. Oh, God. There's like, he's barely on this list. Jesus Not Christ. Not okay. Hate it here. I'm just passing. I'm sorry. And then Dean later know. calls him a child for falling for Sam's trick. And it's like, friggin' child? Yeah, and that, that that gets repeated. He says that he says that when Cass dies. I know. And I just want to kick him in the shins. I, like, it was these motherfuckers so are so rude to Cass. It was so mean. And it was so, so uncalled for on so many levels. Like, what did you gain? Who won? Who won something, Dean? And also, what makes him a child? <laughs> the fact that he... I don't know, wasn't let in on your little scheme? Does that make him a child for trusting a friend? Fuck um, you, dude. Fuck you for real. Something I also have in my notes. Something I have in my notes is Sam is so happy that Cass is alive at the start. He's like, yeah, Cass is alive. Oh, yeah, that was cute. Was really so cute. it's like, what What happened? What's what's what? He really was. So he's like, Cass is alive. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> what amazing news to wake up to. Alive and kicking. Literally. Yeah. Cass is alive and your brother did try to be straight because you wanted him to. <laughs> he got everything he wanted. <laughs> so great. Comes back from the dead. He gets everything he wants. Uh, I think that's a pretty good. And he won't give Cass a hug. Tactic. Oh my God. You won't even give one measly hug, you little shithead. Unbelievable. When, uh he says to Bobby as well, like, uh, he says, like, I felt or something like he remembers snapping his neck, like in Lucifer's body, which is a bit creepy. That must have been terrible. Yeah. Snapping whose neck? Bobby's neck. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, back in season five. Yeah. Terrifying, especially considering just last week or whatever, he was trying to 
trying to kill Bobby for real. Yeah. As himself. Yeah. Yikes. Um, grim stuff. Grim works, I might say. I'm sorry. Um, I don't think that I'm this sure is fine. This is great for their relationship. Like, how do you carry on? Um, when the kid you've almost raised like tries to kill you because, and this it was crucial. He's like the. The reason he, he tries to get over it. He tries to kill Bobby because Bobby has been like a father to him. Balthazar has this really cool line in the previous episode where he's like, mm, how do I put this? You need your father's blood, but your father needn't be blood. And I was like, ooh, hello, mm. writing. Ew, well done. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then he. This is the patricide show, though, right? Like, yeah. The amount of times. Fathers and Everybody, stuff. kill your dad. Kill your dad, get killed by your dad. Well, that's not Patrick's Kill your side. dad, let your dad kill you. Yeah. This episode lacking Cass is just like, there's not much to say about the rest of the episode that we haven't already said. Like, yeah, it's like fine. It's like a pretty, it's pretty good pretty episode of Supernatural. It doesn't it's, feel like. Yeah. There are some, st- the dragon stuff. Yeah, like this is a, this is a pretty solid monster of the week. There were some plot points that, that, were furthered like Eve will learn mother of all monsters has popped up and she's a 19 year old sorority girl for some reason I'm so angry can they just for once when they're costing an ancient woman have her be an older actor like what no where would you even find one of those, Ilsa? I genuinely, it makes me so Women angry. Women die had one. when they expire. When they turn 30, they die. It's not easy for them to find people. <laughs> See, this is why I've decided not to be a woman. It's just too dangerous. And young women, young women need jobs, okay? Sure. You're trying to prevent a young woman from working? No. From making money to support the economy? I'm just saying. You are so selfish. You are so selfish. I'm just trying to say just that they did have an older woman in this episode. (laughs) Could they not have had two? Two. To me, to me, it's always like you guys remember like the witch trials, like young women being like evil and like was that a thing? Evil. It's just that again. Was young woman being yeah, you evil? Know, like, was they, that a part they have of the witchcraft? Thing? Was it specifically young women? Because I don't yeah, that was remember a part of that. The thing. That is crazy. Because they're sexy. I wrote a paper about the witch trials. Oh, now cool! That is sexy. Very cool of you. Um, I think that you, I like get, I pick up what you're putting down, Ella. Um, yes, thank you. It's like I a whole thing. Like, and this show perpetuates it. I like Eve. <laughs> I like sorority girl Eve. She's fun to me. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I think she does a good job. She looks really, like, weird. Like, yeah, when she I, floats like, at the end. It works for me. I'm into it. She looked so Is boring she the same woman me. from the start? She's not the same. I don't know. No, it's not the same woman. But it, because they, they freed those women... And then he met, he meets up with another one of his buddies and he's like, you're lucky yeah. I have enough. And so it's one of his buddies' whole of kidnapped women. She looks quite similar, though. And then I, I realized that, like, all the women look quite similar. They all, like, have, like, long dark hair and kind of, like, pale skin and skinny. Like, obviously that's, like, half the women on this show yeah. anyway. But 
I wonder if that's on purpose to kind of like a win for brunettes everywhere. Representation matters. Yeah. <laughs> like, did the dragons like have a pipe? Is Eve gotta be a brunette? And they said, <laughs> and they said that brunettes couldn't host the mother of all evil. <laughs> <laughs> It's always Latin with these motherfuckers yeah. as well. Like, I can't believe it's Ooh. Latin. Like, sorry. Speaking chant. of Latin, how do we feel about human skin volume? I'm very excited. I feel like this is finally where we're supposed to gross. be. Gross. Yeah, I'm gross. I think it should be. Loves it. And I love both the boys kind of being I like, can't like touch this. <laughs> My reaction watching the episode, I was like, ew. <laughs> Anybody have any, you know, pressing business? Something that I have in my notes is that when Bobby, they make a big deal of Bobby making like this soup for himself, like heating up this soup. I think it's like a pot of chili or something um, that he makes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, His stove isn't on. Like when you turn those electric like coils on, stove tops on, they, they glow, glow red. red. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't glowing. So I was like, so I have in my notes, I'm such a scholar. They should have canceled this show. <laughs> Between that and the and the man dragon, <laughs> they should have killed it right there. But then we wouldn't have had. If they cats. can't take this shit seriously, <laughs> I thought that was me. I thought I'm I, sick of it. I'm sick of the clownery. <laughs> I thought I was looking at the wrong stove plates or something. I was just like, yeah, sure, whatever. My bad. I was like, is the point of it going to be that he's like electricity is out because it's like not working? But. <laughs> No, that's not that's not what's happening. Um, and then they show him like when he's on the phone with Dean, kind of like looking at it, like, ugh, I don't want to eat that. Like, well, I didn't really understand what they were trying to do. Yeah, just, just trying to show Bobby having like a bad time at, at home. I know. Like what? I don't know. I don't know. That's all I've got in my. It was notes, pretty funny. <laughs> well, I just always thought that it made sense that Bobby could cook because, like, he does live out there all by himself. He doesn't like jog into town every now and then to go get fast food. Yeah. But, you know. Um, would it, like... I imagine that, Chilly like, freak. his wife would have had, like, a cookbook. Yeah. You know, like, she seemed like one of those people that would have had her own cookbook that she'd put her own recipes You've read in. fanfic. We we know like, these. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I imagine a world that he's learned the recipes that she Very made. Cute. I would um, like to say can you one guys... more thing. Oh, yeah. Yes? Only about Cass. I'd like uh-huh. to hear it. Thank you. Great place for I it. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, The devil is trying to keep me from speaking about Cass. He's a ghost. I think that Cass in this episode is presenting such an interesting problem, right? I think we've... Maybe we've already spoken about it too much, but the the, the fact that he is both, like... He's just containing a lot of dichotomies right now, you know? Like, um, he gets called naive. He's dichotomous. Yeah, he gets he gets called naive while he's double-crossing that per- the person calling him naive. Like, he gets called... Yeah. Um, a child while he's, like, masterminding this right. huge deceit. Exactly. And he he's yeah. trying to help care for someone. And he's so relieved that that, like... He's alive after he went through this massive thing. But this could cause real problems for him. Um, and I just think it's interesting. Cass always got something going on. It's TL. 
Yeah, it's like I feel like he's he's Cass is being so empathetic, and I I feel like Dean's not really valuing it. Yeah, because he's a sweetie pie. And yeah, nobody appreciates him. Real, we do. That's what this is for. <laughs> That's what this podcast is for. That's what we're all about. Um, Jess, you were gonna say something before I. Yeah, well, I was gonna ask you to come with me to this hole in the ground mm-hmm. oh my and God, go down into it. All right. Oh my God, I'm gonna fall. Can you hold my there. hand? Can you hold my hand? We're at the... Welcome to the salt mine. Let's all hold hands. Okay. All right. Thank you. It's dark. dark. Careful. Turn on your what headlamps. You you head into the salt mines. All right. Grab your pickaxe. That's better. Ella, you first. What do you see over there, Ella? Um, I guess my general salt mine is how tonally inconsistent I feel like this episode is. Because I, I really enjoy, um, like you said, like like we were saying, sorry, the the monster of the week and stuff works well. And, you know, I like seeing Sam going on this case. But the kind of jokey things that are happening alongside, like, all these, like, young women being, like, stolen and then obviously like one being like sacrificed like it's so upsetting and then the the tone of the rest of the episode doesn't really match that as well yeah Um, especially like the the sword and the stone like that whole part Um, that's my salt mine what about what about you two Ilsa um I Ilsa good job you did it Ilsa Ilsa um Ilsa has one for you Ilsa would like to say that the salt mine isn't so much in this episode in particular, beyond the fact that there's not enough cast, obviously a silly thing to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, it just fell off my main crumb of salt. I would like for Dr. Visiak to be more developed and not as tied to Bobby. Mm-hmm. Or to be a recurring. Yes. Her to be a recurring character, not as tied to Bobby, not as much, like, I don't mind her being in touch with her sexuality, but I dislike the implication that um, women can only get anywhere in life by using their sexuality. So there is a reference at some point that she makes to um, having to have had sex with some ambassador to... Oh, yeah, to get, yeah, the, to sword. get the sword. And I was just like, yeah, she's an academic. She could have figured it out another way. Like, it's fine that she is yeah. sexy, but you're you're really making us work to notice... You're really working to make us notice um, how much we should notice, like, see that she is sexy and that she is mm. really just very, very attractive and all these things. And I, I, I think she could have been a very interesting character on her own merit. It could have been cool to see the culture clash. I think as well, this kind of adds to Bobby being such, like, a stud. I feel like there's so many women introduced... Especially, well, not introduced, but you, like, Bobby's always, like, got someone on the go. Like, they, they put him and Jody in this weird, like, pseudo relationship. Oh, my God, that was so stupid. Yeah, and then there's, like... The thing with Jody is so gross. She's a young woman. Yeah. Like, she's, like, 20 years his junior. But it's, like, well, why can't they just be friends? Yeah, like, yeah. why has everyone got to... Like, everyone who's not the boys has to have these weird, like, sexual connections. Like, it's a it's a real issue I think the show has. Like, everyone, like, who's not the boys hooks up. Yeah. Mm. The only way that people can, like, have a connection to each other is 
a sexual relationship. Yeah, like, why couldn't Dr. Misiak just Jody be, Jody like... is not gonna fuck some old man who lives in a junkyard. Sorry. Yeah. You tell them. You tell them, Jess. Speaking of, tell us, what are you seeing in this mine? Oh, yeah. Oh, the mandragon, obviously. Don't tell oh, me there's uh, a dragon. Oh, yeah. Without showing me a great beast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not even a lizard situation. No lizard action whatsoever was given to Jess and it's Nothing. just not okay. Nary a scale. No spikes. <laughs> no horns. Not one wing beat was heard. But, you know what? I did miss I think they I did miss the wing beats. The wing beats are something that are so essential to a good dragon. I love that. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. I think isn't there? Am I wrong? Isn't that like part of it when the girl is getting chased. Don't they? No, kind of you have some thunder, some but I didn't or is feel it nothing? It. I didn't feel it in my heart. Okay, I almost said something it bad. Wasn't good enough. Can I? Can I say something and have you edit it out? I didn't feel it in my heart or in my pussy, so it wasn't real. So there you go. <laughs> Don't edit that, please. <laughs> Do I have to edit that out? I want to keep that. All right, okay. fine. Heart yeah. lockets. Heart locket. Hello. Okay, um, I'm, okay, double-sided heart locket. One side is, uh, Cass in the whole episode. I love, I love the Cass. Okay, so that side is also cut in half. One side is the Cass at the start who's very worried and very concerned about Sam and, and says the, yeah, the, if you wanted to kill your brother, you should have done it outright. Banger line. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the other half is obviously the, the Cass that is so, like, happy to see Sam and just so open and like just so sweet I love that and then the other side this is like a really small thing but when they're having the fight uh with the dragons in the like what is it an abandoned sewer yeah um Dean does this Dean does this real buffy move which is he like lifts his body up onto the handrail and then does like a double oh, kick and kicks the dragon. That's very buffy. And it's so buffy I love it I I I, I, I re-round and was like Oh my god, what was that? And then I watched it again. You were like, um, seems like something my little high school acrobat would do. He learned some stuff on the WB. He was watching that show. It's just classic. It's like he, he saw her and was like, I gotta remember that move. That's a good move. And it, and it was. He was like, life coach spotted. And it was good. that she's 16. Or whatever the fuck, I don't know. Elsa? Um... Oh me? Um, my heart locket. Me? You need to watch more Buffy. Uh, my me. Yes, um, I first of all, I will watch Black more Buffy when you watch an episode of Black Sales because we had a deal. So don't start with me. Um, <laughs> that, uh, uh, nothing done. I gotta watch X Files. I have to watch X Files. X Files. I can't stay uh, stick to the deal we have. Um, my heart locket. Was gonna be unfortunately him saying, sorry, Cass saying, if you wanted to kill your brother, you should have done it outright. But now I feel like I need to pick another one just to widen our net a little bit. Um, I you like can have it too. Yeah, Thank sure. You. I like the idea of Bobby having more contacts that are that aren't hunters, um, per se. You know, mm. like I like the idea that. There are more people out there who give the shit, the, like, the time of day, um, or take it seriously. Maybe that's not exactly the 
expression for the situation. Yeah, I feel like but, it helps build know. the world. Yes. Like, to have the, an idea that, like, there are people who who are, like, specialising in certain things. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I feel like all academics have strange email correspondences and it has to be with someone. Might as well be a hunter. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Jess? Um, mine is Cass saying, if you wanted to kill your brother, you should have done it outright. <laughs> That's my okay. man. We did it. We have a hat trick. <laughs> Take my hand. Wreck my plans. That's my man. I love it. Love that. Cass Incredible. is such a good character. Don't you guys think he's cool? <laughs> you could do a podcast about this guy. You could do a podcast about that. <laughs> you could. And you should. Obviously. It's a, the, a moral yeah. imperative. Um, and we chose to do that. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the cast cast uh that's our episode for today um our next episode is the french mistake so big we deal. can't wait to get into it a big what a fun deal. episode i'm so excited the co-hosties are vibrating if you have any we're very excited if you have any um any you know thoughts comments questions concerns suggestions prayers prayers litanies limericks whatever yeah. <laughs> feel free to contact us at thecastcast at gmail.com um on twitter we're at thecastcast on tumblr we're at thecastcast.tumblr.com um all of those places are places that you can send us mail and we would love to read it because we like to hear from you because it's fun for us if you've got a cat you can send us a picture of a cat I, since that's, that's something dope. that can happen. We enjoyed it this week. We'd love to see. If you listen to our podcast with anybody, babies, cats, dogs, babies, cats, plants, dogs, fish, send us a picture. I would love to see. We'd love I to would see love it. that. We like yeah. to know our listenership. Our listenership, um, including like Luna at this point, very important to me. Um, hey, Luna. Hey, Luna. What's up, girl? Hey, How you doing? <laughs> do a meow again meow. thank you meow. <laughs> um anyway we love you bye love you bye bye love you good things do happen